1: What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Guys, we saw last night's game, that Thursday night debacle between two of the worst teams in football right now putting on a atrocious performance. Uh, neither team scoring a touchdown in that game. And yet somehow, some way, the Indianapolis Colts won that game based off of Chase McLaughlin kicking four field goals to be the MVP of the game to win 12-9. to So, listen, I I would talk about the rest of the team in this, but I'm not going to talk specifically about the defense and the special teams. I don't need to talk about the defense and the special teams right now. Both the, the defense and the special teams have done their job over the span of the last few weeks. First week they weren't great. They weren't great. Second week, they were not good either. But week three, they got the job done. Week four, they did enough. They did enough at the end to give this team a chance. And this week they did their job. They they did the things that they needed to do to go on and beat a bad offense and a bad team in the Broncos. Realistically, right now, the Broncos and the and the Colts are the same damn thing their their team is all defense, decent special teams and no offense. No offensive production. And so I kind of wanted to break this down here for you guys. Like and you see the title of this video. The Colts are in the midst of putting on franchise low numbers through the first 5 games. The Colts are putting on a pitiful display of points. It is absolutely egregious as to what we're seeing from the offensive perspective of things. We knew this offense would not be elite, but we figured this team would have a little bit better of an answer to this offense than what we've seen. So kind of breaking down this situation, guys, look, I'm at the point now where as a fan myself, I'm having difficulty understanding what's going on and who to blame for this. And I even said it, I think in the preview or in the post game review last night, if you haven't watched that video, I highly encourage you to do it. That was Cody and I's immediate reaction to the uh, game the previous night. We posted a video at like 1230 at night. So some of you may not have seen it. But if you haven't seen it yet, I highly encourage you to go check it out. I mean, this team, this offense looks pitiful. It looks absolutely pitiful. And I'm at a point where I'm at a loss for words. For just how bad this offense looks. okay? Because in the first quarter of that game last night. Matt Ryan never once threw it to a tight end or a wide receiver in that first quarter. I think the first two or three drives. He threw it to just running backs. And we just ran the ball. We never completed a pass to a wide receiver or tight end in the first quarter of that game. And this has been, this has been the Colts Achilles heel all season. I think they've scored 10 points in the first quarter this year. So far through five games. I just pulled up a stat. Shout out to Source Indiana on Twitter. Total points in the first five weeks of the season under Frank Reich. 2018 through 2021. Every year the Colts have scored at least 100 points through the first five weeks. So at least you're seeing that from a standpoint of that through the first five weeks, at least the Colts per game are averaging over 20 points a game. They're averaging over 20 points a game every, every year, sometimes even more. Sometimes they're averaging 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, which is really good when when you look at it in respect to an offense this year. They're under 70 points. They're under 70 points scored through the first five weeks of the season. That's less than 14 points a game. At the end of the day, guys, I don't care about numbers. I care more about points and wins and how that translates to wins. And right now, this offense is playing at historically low Numbers, and it's not even the low numbers of yards or points that's the most concerning. The most concerning number is the sacks that you're giving up. Okay, so Matt Ryan has been sacked 21 times through five games. 21 times. Just to put that into perspective for you guys, Phillip Rivers was sacked 19 times. In 17 games. Like. Guys. I mean. it. it that, that's bad. 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 Dude. Like. Matt Ryan has taken more total hits. Under center with the Indianapolis Colts. In five games. Than immobile quarterback Phillip Rivers did. Two years ago. In an entire 17-game season. Matt Ryan hasn't even played a third of the schedule yet. And he has already taken more hits than previous quarterbacks have before him. Even in 2019, I think Jacoby Brissett only got sacked 28 times. I mean, even Carson Wentz was sacked 28 times. Which, if the Colts offensive line is going to continue at the pace that it's at, He's gonna hit that mark by week seven. I'm at a point, guys, where I cannot point to myself what is the problem here. Because I said it in the video last night. The people who are hurting this team the most are coaching. It is the quarterback, and it is the offensive line. Those are the only three things that is hurting this team. The coaching. Again, like I said before, the game plan wasn't working when they came in. It clearly wasn't working because the offensive line was still getting absolutely shredded. And the Colts didn't make many adjustments. They made adjustments in the fourth quarter. But it took that long for the Colts to finally start executing that game plan which was getting the ball out quickly getting it to your tight ends getting it to your your speedy option in Paris Campbell at the end of the game where he was starting to make plays took him long enough what's going on everyone just wanted to take a quick moment to talk with you about odds trader Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportbooks to get the best deal possible. Odds Trader allows you to make bets on almost every major sport. Some of the cool features that I enjoy about Odds Trader is the handicapping options they provide. You get live play-by-play updates, you get live scores and bet tracking on everything that you're doing on the app. Player statistics, key game statistics. You even get projected game day weather reports as well. And the, another great thing about OddsTrader is you get Bet Tracker, which allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activities while you're on the site. I mean, how cool is that? If this is something that sounds like it intrigues you, make sure to go to OddsTrader.com/slash BlueWire. OddsTrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. And then, and Matt Ryan, I mean, yesterday, Matt Ryan has been sacked 21 times, he has thrown seven interceptions, and he has fumbled the ball 11 times, three of those he has lost. Guys, the Colts punted more times yesterday than they've scored touchdowns all season long. This Colts offense has scored six touchdowns through the first five games. They have played the Texans. They've played the Chiefs defense. They have played the Titans defense, which, by the way, was the 20. I think it was like the 23rd ranked defense coming into that game. And it's just incredible that the Bills, who Through four weeks, they punted seven times all season. The Colts punted seven or eight times last night. That shows you how far off we are. Like that offense is up here. The Colts offense is down here. I can't even put them on the screen. It's really, really nerve wracking here, guys, because to believe that this team, if it had a competent offense, they could be undefeated right now. Now, to think that if their defense was any worse than what it has been, which, again, I to remind you, the defense has done its job a lot over the last few weeks. It's done enough to keep this team in games, winning games. If the defense was any worse, and playing any worse offenses than what we are right now this team would be without a win this team should be without a win this team should not be 2-2 two, two, and 1 they shouldn't be they shouldn't be 2-2 two, two, and 1 they should be uh winless right now for as pitiful as this offense has been over the first 5 weeks Matt Ryan, even in times when that offensive line somehow finds a way to give him time to throw the football, he throws two interceptions last night. Two interceptions to Caleb Stearns, who was the free safety, intercepted both times, tried to throw a ball to Kylan Granson, who was triple covered, mind you, and then threw another one to Michael Pittman that was out of the range of Michael Pittman, and Stearns was there to pick it off. Again, even in the times when this offensive line finds a way to get him time, he's still making bad decisions with the football. Of course, I would not say Matt Ryan is the biggest problem with this team. It is clear. The most difficult situation for the Colts right now is that offensive line. But Matt Ryan is not making this any easier for us. He's not. And obviously, there's nothing we're going to do about it right now. You know there isn't. There's no- nothing that we're going to do that's going to change it. He's going to be our quarterback for this year. But again, it proves my point yet again that you need to get a t- you need to get your franchise guy to be behind center for the rest of this. And you need to fix this offensive line. We saw the Colts try to make some changes offensively last night. Bernard Ryman went to the left tackle position and got absolutely owned last night. And it was a tough assignment. He had to go up against Bradley Chubb and those ends, Baron Browning, who, by the way, Baron Browning is turning into a very fantastic edge rusher coming out of Ohio State. That defense of line was no joke. Even after missing Randy Gregory, that defense is still a stud defense. You moved Matt Pryor to right tackle. You moved Braden Smith to right guard, where he actually started his career at that position. And then in the middle of the game, Ryan Kelly got hurt, and then you had to put Pinter in at center. Which, by the way, I think we all can agree, Danny Pinter is best served as a center. Only position he should be playing is center. It's the only position he should be playing. He's not fitting at right guard. He's too small to be a right tackle. He needs to be in the center position being in that spot. And I think it's safe to say we might have to just make him the official starter at this point. Because Ryan Kelly has not looked good at all. And then you said to yourself, man, Matt Pryor, we're looking at it coming into this game. And we're like, huh. You know, maybe Matt Pryor, maybe, maybe him going back to right tackle's a good thing. Maybe it's a maybe that's a good thing. He did a fantastic job last year as the right tackle of this team. You know, why can't he just go back and do that there? It's a better situation for him. And then Braden Smith at right guard, you're like, Okay, well, Braden Smith's a good offensive lineman, or at least we think. You know, we thought he'd be okay doing that. Matt Pryor allowed more pressures on Matt Ryan and more QB hits last night than any offensive lineman has all season. Matt Pryor had his worst game as an NFL offensive lineman in that game. And you moved him back to the position that you thought would give you some more flexibility. Matt Pryor has failed at his chance to be an offensive starter for this team. He should not be on this offensive line. He should not be. He's giving up so many pressures. And Bernard Ryman, he's a rookie. He had a very tough challenge. Yes, he got owned. But that's going to happen when you're a rookie. And you're trying to figure things out. And I'll point it out that there was a couple penalties there on him that I thought were complete bogus. It was bad. It was bogus. But he still did not look great. This offense, this offense is atrocious. And I wonder how long we're going to start until the Colts finally stop sugarcoating it. Like, this is approaching all time franchise bad. Like, this is terrible. And I mean, how long until the defense starts turning on the offense, man, or the special teams unit starts turning on the offense? Like we're covering for you guys. We're the reason we're winning, not you. And then the game planning on top of it, again, it's it's so weird how you know you go from being the reason that you win a game week three with Jelani Woods, and then this neck and then the next two weeks you get one target each. I understand that game plans change from time to time. And that, you know, it's about the team winning, right? But the problem you're seeing is, is that this Colts team is having a very difficult time moving the football. And so obviously the game plan that you have strategy wise is not working. So when do we start changing it up? When do we decide what we're doing is not good enough? We need to do a change. And of course, the offensive line and Matt Ryan have a lot to do with the game plan and the fact that neither one of them is really working very well right now makes it difficult to establish a game plan. But if you know that offensive line is bad, then why is it that we cannot adjust on the fly or adjust a game plan to make it so Matt Ryan does not get hit as frequently? Like seriously. It, it, it seems so stale. It seems like this offense just has no identity. And even last night in the game, Deion Jackson and Philip Lindsey had more rushing yards yesterday than Jonathan Taylor had in either the Chiefs game or the Titans game. And you can't tell me Deion Jackson and Philip Lindsey are better than Jonathan Taylor. So why is it that We can run the football against the Broncos, but can't run the football on the Titans or the Chiefs. Again, the offensive line scheme, I think, has a lot to do with it. I think the offensive line is uh, the biggest part to do with it. I think having Danny Pinter in at center yesterday definitely helped. And Quentin Nelson and Braden Smith were actually doing a decent job at times of creating holes in the middle of the offensive line. But why can't we do that like every week? Why can't we not get 100 yards with these guys? We did it with Deion Jackson and Phillip Lindsay, guys who haven't played all year, but yet somehow we can't do it with Jonathan Taylor. And that also comes back to scheme. How you run the football. And that's on coaching. There's still a lot to unpack here, guys, and there's a long season still left to go, but, you know, I may do an episode at some point of, you know, what are the Colts, uh, what's the Colts' future going to look like, and then how is that going to impact what this team looks like in the offseason? I might have to do a video on that, but this offense is terrible, guys. It's really, it's sickening to watch, and, you know, I could imagine Peyton Manning being at that game yesterday and thinking, my God, this is just, like, this. Is, these are the two teams I played for? Like, my goodness. But that's going to do it for this one, guys. Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts.